Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. And today we are diving into the S Street space. And in focus is Elite Commercial REIT, which has just released its earnings. DPU for the first half down 24.2%. This is if you factor in the retention that is 10% of digital income. If you look at the latest figures, the DPU reported it was 1.74 pence for the first half ended June after retaining 10% of distributable income. That represents a 32% decline from 2.56 pence a year ago. And Elite Commercial REIT says is divesting five properties. So let's check in on the results with Joshua Liao. He is the CEO of Elite Commercial REIT. Joshua, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thank you. Good morning. All right. So if you just got your earnings, I'm looking at a couple of bright spots here. Mm. Revenue was up 3.4% for the year. And you've managed to raise some of your rents as well. Net property income up 10.5%. Bring us through some of the growth drivers behind the latest earnings. Some of the bright spots that you're going to highlight. Yeah. Um, so I think a couple of things. Uh, one, our DPU is down year on year this year. and uh, But it's actually up this quarter. Mm. Uh, what happened was that uh, we have benefited from an inflation link uh, rental escalation uh, starting from April 1st. And uh, this has actually helped to mitigate, uh, you know, the increasing finance costs, which is affecting every REIT in the market at this point in time. The other thing that we've done, uh, as you have said, we actually announced uh, proposed divestments of a couple of assets and three more on the way. The two assets that have been divested or will be divested are at 14% above uh, valuation. And uh, the other three assets are expected to be above book value as well. So together with what we call the lapidation settlements that we receive from our tenant, we have actually uh, raised altogether about three million pounds mm. as recycled gross proceeds. These proceeds uh, will be used uh, in due course to pare down our gearing. So I think we're on a you know on a good path. Yeah, Joshua. So a couple of things to unpack here. One mm. is the divestments, and the other part is the rent. You mentioned inflation link rent escalation. So this is something baked into your contracts that That's you right. can raise rents according to inflation. Yeah. So there is actually uh, something that's uh, written to the lease uh, years ago when the government, which is our key tenant here has uh, written the lease, what happens is that uh, we are able to bake in that inflation link into our leases this year, starting from April. And the main um, tenant that you have is the UK government, which makes it quite a, I guess, resilient portfolio of sorts. That's right. Because of that, uh, we actually collect a lot of our rentals in advance, close to 100%. It's the UK government. They have very good credit. The large part of our portfolio is also uh, leased out to the departments of work and pensions in the UK. Now, just to give a bit of an idea of what they do, this is the part of the government that disperses pension benefits, child maintenance benefits, as well as unemployment benefits to the community all around the UK. That's why we have our assets all across the UK, mm. 155 all around, you know, you name it, Northwest, Yorkshire, um, London, um, and everywhere in the UK. Yeah, so 155 commercial buildings across the UK, mm. uh, based on your latest report, end of June, um, you've got 145 currently occupied. That leaves some vacant buildings, which you've just mentioned, you're divesting. What's motivating the mm. divestments? And you also have managed to sell it at a premium. Yes, 
Yes. So I think the key reason why we're selling them is uh, some of these are vacant, uh, but some of these uh, assets, when they are returned to us uh, vacant, we're also trying to see if we can you know, squeeze more of these assets by redeveloping them or, you know, getting uh, certain conversion permits or permissions for, for these assets so it can actually unlock more value for the assets that we have. The other bit is, uh, you know, I think it's quite pleasing that we have been able to divest a couple of them at above uh, valuation and a few more on the way. This, I think, points to the robustness of our NAV, points to, you know, the resilience of our assets. Mm. All right, we're in conversation with Joshua Liao. He is the CEO of Elite Commercial REIT. And talking about those divestments, this comes against the backdrop of rising interest rates, that backdrop where those rates might stay high. Has that been a factor motivating you to accelerate these divestment plans as a way to get capital for future operations? Uh, the divestments themselves, uh, you know, is something that uh, we flag uh, to the market that we'll do. Uh, we currently have 12 vacant assets. So with two to be divested, we'll be left with 10. But typically before, you know, divestments or any asset enhancements of these uh, vacant assets, we typically will negotiate with our key tenant here, uh, the government, to receive dilapidation settlements. Uh, these dilapidation settlements uh, sort of uh, payments that the tenants will give to you in order for you to make good as they leave the properties. So we've taken this dilapidation settlements, which themselves are actually quite meaningful amounts, together with the divestment proceeds to pay down debt. And when you divest these companies, what's your appetite right now for you know, future acquisitions? What can investors expect from Elite Commercial Week going the next 12 months? I think overall, we deliver the best value to our unit holders as we grow. So definitely that's uh, something in the medium-longer term plan. Uh, but right now, I think we're quite uh, focused to bring down our gearing. Uh, it's mm. a bit on the elevated side of things. And uh, that's going to be one of our core focus in the next 12 months. Yeah. Another topic that's been making rounds in the REIT space has been this debate about the internalization of the REIT manager. In fact, it's in the Business Times today. And this off the back of Sabana REIT's EGM, where unit holders had a chance to decide whether they want to internalize the REIT manager. And there's been pros and cons to this entire debate. Where do you stand right now? Of course, uh, just for background, Sabana Reed Unit Holders decided to go the way of internalization. What's your take on how things may be progressing? Of course, also against the backdrop, elsewhere in Australia and in the US, it is an internalized model. But in Singapore, this might be the first time and could pave the way for more. Yeah, I, I thought you might ask me that, uh, given it's so topical. Um, I think for us, it's really about the alignment of uh, interest with the minority unit holders. For us, uh, the way the fee, our fees are paid, uh, they're actually based on the distribution per unit and also the distributable income. So if you would compare the fees that you know REITs in Singapore get charged to the unit holders, uh, there are uh, different models, but we think that ours is very aligned with the unit holders. If the unit holders don't make money, we don't make money. Right, so it is uh, pretty much a gold standard in our opinion. Yeah, I guess case by case basis. Uh, also, you have to factor in the sponsors' strength and many other details that may be, I guess, different in Singapore versus other places where some of these REITs are larger and also enjoy um, much bigger economies of scale. All right, we've been chatting with Joshua Liao. He is the CEO of Elite Commercial REIT, helping us to break down his latest earnings and also talk about some of the divestments and what to expect in the next year for Elite Commercial Read. Joshua, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.